a millionaire I'm a young money millionaire Tougher than Nigerian hair My criteria compared to your courageous isn't fair I'm a venereal disease like a menstrual Bleed through the pencil and ink On the sheet of the tablet in my mind Cause I don't write shit cause I ain't got time Cause my second limit hours go to the all Mighty dollar and the all Mighty power of the ch-ch-ch-ch-chapacin That's about the time she walked away from me Nobody likes you when it's 23 And I some more on my TV shows What the hell is it? Welcome to another episode of the Weekly Regular. My name is Asan. And I'm Brandon. Did you like that? Do you like that video, Brandon? Dude, that was wild. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if uh, you're not familiar with what that uh, musical mashup masterpiece was, that uh, that Triple M, that was... Uh, uh, <laughs> Triple M. Uh, that was... Uh, one, of, one of Vin Diesel's uh, lesser known movies. <laughs> yeah, Triple M... Uh, the return of Xander Cage. <laughs> uh, uh, well, I guess in that case, it'd be Mander Cage. Oh, that's where the X comes from? Yeah. I haven't actually seen those movies. Yeah, his name is, what? They're yeah. really good. If you want to see Samuel Jackson in a crazy <laughs> wig with scars on his face. Uh, I do. Then, yeah, you should watch the Triple X movies. The first one is... <laughs> then you should watch the Avengers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, that, that, that was Lil Wayne performing a Millie uh, over Blink-182 performing What's My Age Again. <laughs> and if you want to go see that for two hours, you should go to their tour, come into a city near you. <laughs> I feel like they're not going to just do mashups the whole they time. They definitely should do that. <laughs> <laughs> like, look, you've seen us separately. Now let's you, do the you whole don't thing hear, uh, You don't want to hear... Go DJ, uh, that's my DJ. I miss you, I miss you. I don't not want to, but I don't know if I do. You're just going to keep on living your life? Yeah. That makes sense, yeah. Hey, hey, Brandon. Hey, son. I, uh, just so everyone knows, I just want to bring the audience into a little bit of the Hollywood magic here, uh, or greater Los Angeles area magic. Uh, <laughs> Just before we we record on microphones, and in front of those microphones, we have pop filters, which is to sort of help even out some of the like harsher mouth noises. Uh, it doesn't really work if you intentionally try to. Well, but that's that's the main <laughs> thing that it censors. Is so, and as people talk on them a lot, they can get kind of gross and smell really bad. Uh, but I Febreze them right before the podcast, and now they smell wonderful. It smells like a spring meadow right now. It sounds like if a lavender plant was a person, you just put your head in their crotch. It sound, It smells like a lavender plant just made love to a sparrow. I think in a good way. In a good way. Well, if we're continuing my metaphor, then in that case, the lavender plant would be anthropomorphized into a person. So I believe that'd be rape or bestiality in that case. Well, but it's is it less weird if it's a plant and a sparrow? If the plant's a female plant, then it because female rape doesn't exist. <laughs> Okay. Ed, 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 ed. Um, uh, oh, I got a voicemail. Okay. Uh, just kidding. Female rape exists, right? We, I can mean, a, can wow. A, wow. We're we're coming in hot. Can a, honestly, right at the top of the episode. Honestly, can if there's no drugs involved, right? Can a woman? Can a woman? Can a woman sexually like take advantage of a man? Like two two adults, like not like a not like a thirty year old teacher and a twelve year old kid. I, I mean, like two. They're both twenty eight years old. They're just they're working at Starbucks. Uh, uh, 
that's not for me to answer. I don't know. How did it go down on like when the, that woman tried it on you that one time? Uh, <laughs> that you're, like, was... you're like, I married her. <laughs> that's a completely different scenario. So um, you're like, we've been dating for six years. She said, either you're going to marry me or you're going to give it to me. <laughs> um, uh, Actually, have you seen uh, Flight of the Concords? Ye- like the mo- like the show the show yeah yeah but like what are you what are you referring cuz there's a, a, an episode i think it's the first episode of the second season mm-hmm. where uh Brett Brit cuz they're <laughs> from New Zealand Brit meets this people from Australia say get in the car people from New Zealand say get in the car <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm, um, I'm familiar he uh meets this this girl and like they get involved very quickly and he like likes her a lot uh, and he, he says something about like, oh, I don't know. I think like we might be kind of moving fast. Uh, and she's like, well, uh, tomorrow it, it won't matter, Brett. You know why? And he's like, uh, no, why? Cause tomorrow I ship out to Iraq. That's right. I'm a sniper. And he's like, wait, what? And so it's like this crazy thing. And so then because of it, he feels like he needs to sleep with her because she's like, like putting moves like advances on him the whole oh, time yeah. and so so she like emotionally raped him uh yeah i mean yeah. it's not she coerced him it's, into uh, yeah he feels guilty extreme sexual coercion yes sounds like a new spinoff of law and order svu <laughs> in a criminally just in a criminally in a criminal justice system Sexually based crimes are considered especially heinous, and those sexually based <laughs> crimes that are committed, if they're committed by convincing someone that you're going to Iraq the next day, it's considered especially, especially doubly heinous. Shkongong. There, there's an elite unit. Yeah, you get where I'm going. We yeah. can finish a bit later, but <laughs> you get you get the bit. You I get, get it. We, I get we, it. It's, it's a funny podcast. It's it's a, we do comedy stuff. It's a, it's a it's a comedy conversation. We do bits. We do jokes. We we don't do characters, though. No. We've never done that. No. Uh, I don't think we ever will. We'll just continue no, to have... I don't want to be one of those kind of shows. Yeah, no. We're not going to be one of those, hey, we'll just get a, a, a wacky, a wacky <laughs> comedian to come in here and pretend to be somebody else. Do some make ups <laughs> Do some, some make ups Do some skits. <laughs> no, we'll just continue to have actual guests. And oh, man. Give you riveting, uh, thought-provoking content. Yeah. Um, I would like to say to you, welcome back. Uh, uh oh yeah yeah from the afterlife yeah well heaven heaven is real really yeah oh wow not as big as you'd think it is really is it yeah. like an elite crew or well there it's it's weird because like there's you get the sense that there's a lot of other people there but you don't really see anyone else oh you know what i mean okay it's kind of like when you you're at like a uh, like a concert and you're in a in a venue and you go use the bathroom during like one of the biggest parts of the night so you know that there's like thousands of other people in the uh, just on the other side of that wall but you're in the bathroom by yourself it's kind of like that are, wait are you confusing this with when you recently had to go to the bathroom during uh, avengers endgame that's right that's right that's okay. exactly what i'm uh, okay avengers endgame was so good that it felt like heaven that's what i was that's what i was trying to get at oh, okay. i was burying the lead on uh, this week's uh movie review gotcha um, yeah um, no, th- we're not reviewing that this week. We did that no, last week. We already week. did that. Yeah. yeah. And then last week, I don't know. We we there's too many episodes, man. Last week you were out of town. I was out of town, yeah. And uh we did a remote episode. Yes. I don't know if you could tell from the audio trickery, but we were not in the same room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we weren't. I was in Milwaukee as covered on the podcast, yeah. uh working, and Brandon, you were here 
in um, it feels like it's SoCal. been like a year since I've seen you. I, it's been a long time. Normally, uh, just to give you guys a little bit be- a peek behind the curtain, normally we re- re- we record on Thursdays. Re record. <laughs> and last week, so we we record on Thursdays and we drop the podcast on Sunday nights usually. Um, last week we recorded on Thursday when I was out of town, and we're not recording this episode you're hearing now until the following Saturday. So it's like a week and some change. Uh, between so we have so what that means is it felt yes it does feel like i haven't seen you in a long time brandon and i'm glad to be back yeah but physically we haven't been in the same room that's true and also we have a lot of stuff to talk about yeah <laughs> who, who knew who knew in the, the <laughs> three days or two days between thursday and saturday there'd be so much going on yeah but i'm excited to get into it we may end up having to chop this episode up into two maybe i don't know i know we'll see, we'll see how long how long we go yeah we'll see how long it takes for us to guess kanye's new baby ma- new baby name <laughs> uh so I guess so we got a little bit into what I did this week. I mean, I guess since we're there, I can finish. Um, that's what she said. Wow. Uh, so I was in Milwaukee. <laughs> Bringing it back. I was in Milwaukee. Um, that was cool. I, I covered that last week. But on the flight back, I uh, I sat behind someone uh, uh, who was watching. I was on one of those planes that has screens in the headrests, mm-hmm. um, and you could watch movies and stuff like that. Um, you in first class. Uh, that's neither here nor there, Brandon. I don't oh, want to. Wow! You know, First class flyer. When we, huh? when we start a Patreon for this podcast, I don't want people to be like, "I'm not giving money to them." This guy flies first class, so that's me. I fly coach. We've already covered my flying story with the kid <laughs> vomiting next to me. Um, Very different. Please pledge to our Patreon when we start it. So I did. So I did fly first class, but I didn't fly first. I didn't buy a first class ticket. So what happened was I bought a regular ticket, but uh, it was because it was like a connecting flight. It was a standby ticket. Mm-hmm. All of my sections were full, so the only thing they had left was first class seats. So they bumped me up wow. for from one of my connecting flights. I was only on the plane for an hour, so it wasn't like. <laughs> It was, you know, it wasn't the six-hour flight oh, I would have wanted. Oh, but. okay. So you're complaining about getting yeah, first class for only an hour? Yeah, I'm just going to fly private from now on. <laughs> I'm just going to charter a jet every, from now on. This is, I'm sick of dealing with this. Um, that sounds really rough. I'm so sorry, man. I'm gonna, I, know, I know Dwayne The Rock Johnson, or DJ as I call him, he, I'm sure he's got a pilot I can uh, can I can bum from him. Uh, <clears> but anyway, um, so I was watching, uh, so I, <laughs> I'm not a movie guy on planes. Like, I don't really like... I'm I'm so anxious about like the flight and not crashing and falling out of the sky that like I can't really enjoy a movie, especially mm-hmm. if it's something I haven't seen before. So I usually would turn my screen off and try to sleep. But this was a connecting flight and it was only like an hour, so I'm like, man, I'm not gonna be able to sleep. So um, uh, there was this lady in front of me, and one of the chairs in front of me was watching a movie on the headrest, and it was that movie, The Favorite. The Favorite. Remind with, me. Uh, it came out last year. Uh, it was nominated for a bunch of Oscars. It was with it was that like British movie. Uh, it takes place in like Victorian England with like uh, Emma Stone. Oh, favorite with a U. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> now they, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I get you. Is so, it like a Woody Allen movie? I don't think so. Because I know Emma Stone did a Woody Allen movie. No, I don't think it's a Woody Allen movie. It doesn't feel like a Woody Allen movie. Okay. Well, but, anyway, it's very British and yeah, but it does feel like um, old time. It feels like one of those movies where like it's clear that there was a director you know what i mean <laughs> with a very high concept yeah, everything is like a choice you know what i mean <laughs> it was it's just from what i i couldn't hear it obviously cuz she had headphones in but like it just seemed like for 2 hours well uh, only an hour of what i saw it's just like uh emma stone and other actresses of that ilk like wearing gowns and like 
like stumbling frantic frantically down hallways <laughs> as like the camera like dollies back really fast and like I don't know. It was just like... Uh. Well, so here's the thing. Those kinds of movies, it's all about the dialogue. And I've learned right. this because uh, my wife loves those kinds of movies. I don't know if she's seen that movie, but she would definitely love it. And anytime I watch those movies with her, I'm like, what? Like, when is stuff going to happen? And she's like, it's happening. Are you kidding me? Like, are you listening to the... And I'm like, well, I'm getting lost in it. There's just... There's so much conversation. So it doesn't surprise me that take that away. <laughs> it's just people standing there. And you're like, what? What's yeah, happening? It was so yeah. It just looked crazy, but so that was. I traveled a lot, uh, and as soon as I got back to LA, the very next day, I drove out to sunny Palm Springs, California. Palms? You were in Palm Springs? I was. For, I was in Palm Springs. Oh yeah. What were you doing? Uh, buying, let's talk buying, about your thing. Buying first. mushrooms. <laughs> no, Kachal was over, drop, man. <laughs> dropping acid, laying in the dirt in the, in the desert, just. In an abandoned pool somewhere. That was like three weeks ago, okay. Um, I was in Palm Springs. Uh, a friend of mine, his wife uh, got her master's degree, so we were out there celebrating her, doing a little vacation thing. So there for two days. Uh, wow. Palm Springs is cool. It was like, it was very warm, <laughs> and it's only May. Yeah, I don't really get Palm Springs. Yeah, I don't know. It's a thing. Well, it's, it's just hot. It's like, it's like... Um, it's Vegas for people who like going to bed at 10 o'clock. <laughs> That's what Palm Springs is. <laughs> Which, so actually, by that logic, I would love Palm Springs. Yeah, probably. Well, I mean, unless you like, I mean, if you don't like sweating, then you don't want to go to Palm Springs. Okay. It's not yeah, as hot as Vegas, the, but it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty hot. Yeah. yeah. Um, I definitely don't like sweating. So I went there. Who likes sweating, though? Some people, some weird people. Like skinny people? White people. No, I'm white and I hate sweating. Yeah. Okay. Skinny white people. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, uh, yes. You were in Palm Springs. In Palm Springs. We hung out. Uh, it was cool. Uh, whatever. The second day was more of like a chill day and we were just kind of hanging out by the pool and stuff like that. And then I actually went and saw in, uh, Endgame again mm. uh, because some of the people I was with hadn't seen it yet. So I was like, oh, I'll watch it again. I've been looking for an excuse to go see this movie again. And you're like, and I'll give you, I'll point you to my podcast at the end. <laughs> yeah. Oh, if you like liked this movie and want to hear me talk about it for two hours um it was cool so i was we're in the theater is cool theater whatever uh they play the lion king trailer again and mind you uh i I have not been super excited about the lion king Mm -hmm. live action remake mainly because like beyonce's in it and like i just i don't know man more of a rihanna yeah i am more of a rihanna guy but also like beyonce is not the best actress in the world i you know, we've seen a handful of movies of her giving it her all, and it's just like, I mean, you're still just kind of Beyonce, you know? Right. Um, but I saw the trailer again, and I will say, this time seeing the trailer in a theater, it kind of got me. Hmm. Yeah. Because um, I think that uh, the, it's mainly the, the nostalgia factor yeah. and like uh so like there's it's that it's a second trailer like the longer one where like it's like scar talking to simba like in voiceover and yeah he's like, and it's the same yeah same James dialogue and stuff uh no that's that's mufasa oh scar right. scars uh my bad. My bad. being played by chiwetel ejiofor right um i'm surprised they didn't get um idris elba yes 
<laughs> the other British black guy that always plays the villain. Yeah. No, he couldn't do it. He's too I busy. I love Idris Elba's He's, voice. He, he couldn't do it. He's too busy uh, being in Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> with uh, the rock and is he really in that yeah he's a bad guy oh. the british the black british bad guy i don't like that i don't like that like if there's a black person and they're british and they have to be a bad guy because <laughs> right. we got to explain why they have a british accent they can't just have one <laughs> <laughs> if it's not set in england and they have a british accent they're bad yeah uh yeah so uh it's funny that you say that because idris elba already basically did this movie he he was in jungle book he was oh, uh, right. Shere Khan That's in why. Jungle Book. Yeah. That's why he can't do it. Yeah, exactly. They'd be like, what? Uh, they should just make Scar Shere Khan. <laughs> just have it be a tiger. Maybe like uh, like um, like in the way they do Alien versus Predator, maybe we can do Scar versus Shere Khan. That'd be cool. I'd see it. Maybe, I, man. S- Simba. Is that a good Idris Elba? <laughs> do it again? S- Oh, now I'm thinking about it too hard. Simba. That's all right. No, I don't know. Simba. I need more. I, mean, I know. I more, gotta, uh. more words. <laughs> but like he does it like with his. Re- Have you heard his real British accent? I don't know. Because oftentimes in movies he's doing like a different British accent or uh-huh. dialect. Um, one that sounds a little bit more like what you expect London to sound like. Like mm. kind of fancier. Uh, but he's actually more of like a South London accent like bruv and all that like mm. south london so like when he talks like it, it, you should you should just look up you, uh, idris elba interviews it's kind of <laughs> crazy so what if he was doing that but as Shere khan he's all <laughs> or Escar. oh oh what's all this then simba <laughs> what's all what's all this then <laughs> looks like a bit of trouble isn't it <laughs> isn't it <laughs> yeah uh <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, good eye, bruv. Uh, he's supposed to be a scary, scary lion. Uh, no, but so the trailer is just kind of, it's kind of menacing. And then when the they do like the little intro line from uh, the score, I don't think it's from a particular song, but it's that. No. I don't know what song. I think it's just from like the score. I don't think it's from like a one of the memorable songs it's just like kind of like the lion king theme you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they do that uh, like over like the list of like who's gonna be in it right and then uh so that's just like and it's like it's updated musicality so it's like it hits harder and like it just sounds really good and then um and then there's um it ends with uh it fades to black after the dun, 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 dun. and then you hear seth rogan and uh, what's his name playing uh, Timon? Uh, Billy Eichner. Yeah. yeah, and they're they're doing the Wimbo, a Wimbo, and you can he, you can tell that it's Seth Rogen's voice doing that. Yeah, and that's what got me because I'm like, it's the nostalgia mixed with like, oh, like <laughs> I, this is gonna sound really corny, but it's like Seth Rogen is like in the same way that like I would imagine like. Some of those people, when like the original Lion King came out, and people our age was like, "Oh, that's so and so's voice," or like, "That's like James Earl Jones." That's that's uh, Darth Vader. You know mm-hmm, what I mean? Mm-hmm. But like Seth Rogen is like basically what I'm saying is Seth Rogen is the James Earl Jones of our generation. <laughs> 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 no, but like some like Seth Rogen. I mean, he obviously he's not Darth Vader, but he has like an iconic voice, an iconic laugh, and like, and it's very much of our generation. Does right. that make sense? Like yeah. Seth Rogen is very much of like our like sort of like 
our generation. So like to hear him doing like a very iconic song in, with his very iconic voice, it kind of got to me a little bit. Hmm. So Seth Rogen, if you're listening, uh, you brought a little tears to my eyes by singing a. Uh, I can't confirm, but I'm pretty sure that Seth Rogen listens to this podcast. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he does, too. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Not at all. I know James Franco does. (laughs) For sure. (laughs) Um, uh, Spider-Man 2 available on DVD, uh, wherever uh, (laughs) wherever you find it on Amazon. uh, um, Um, So, yeah, that's what I did in Palm Springs. It was cool. Uh, Also, one other quick thing I've been doing, I did this week. I bought a new video game. I know we we rarely talk about video games here because you're not really a video game guy. Oh, we're going to talk about video games. Oh, all right. Here we go. Uh, I bought a game called, I bought the second game that I've ever bought for my PlayStation because I'm more of an Xbox guy, but I bought a PlayStation specifically for the Spider-Man game that came Uh out last uh year. I bought a new game called Days Gone. Have you heard of that? No. It's uh, like a... Wait, wait, wait. Let me... Let me let me say my because I, I have so much video game stuff. To really? Me. Yes. Okay. Uh, and I'm so excited to talk to you about it. <laughs> right. But let me tell my Palm Springs thing first. Okay, good. Uh, and then we'll get into video games. All right, all right. Uh, I did a game in Palm Springs. We'll we'll fix it in post. We won't. Um, yeah, I went to Palm Springs. Uh, I played for a, a wedding uh, in the band. Um, it was a destination wedding. They were from I think New York. Uh, and Palm Springs was the destination. Oh. And there was a, uh, I guess you could say. Do you think like Palm Springs is like, is like Jamaica for people who have never left New York? I probably, yeah. It was odd when they said it was a destination wedding. I was like, Palm Springs? Cause, cause it's like a two hour drive. Palm Springs should put that on like their, uh, all their postcards and their marketing. It's like Palm Springs. It's the Jamaica for people who have never left New York. <laughs> Like Jamaica, but cheaper. Yeah. (laughs) And domestic. Um, Yeah. Uh, There was a, I guess he's probably B-grade celebrity. Oh, okay. Uh, Can you tell me who it is? uh, I can tell you who it is. You want to keep it off air? Because you can tell me and then we can edit it out. No, of course I'm going to tell you because I want to openly talk about this Okay, who is it? I didn't didn't meet them in person. Is it Uh, Pete Holmes? (laughs) 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 You keep running into Pete Holmes at weddings? (laughs) Uh, this time, instead of Pete Holmes, it was Bob Costas. Oh, he was getting married? No, 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 no. He was just oh. like, he was a guest. Oh! No, it wasn't so, his wedding. No, I, no, no, I was no, like, no. Th- That's why I was like, are you sure you want to say it? Because I'm like, oh, I thought it, it was yeah. his wedding. So I'm like, yeah. I don't know if you should. <laughs> if it was Bob Costas' wedding, I probably wouldn't be so cavalier with it. Yeah. But he was a guest. Oh, that's cool. Uh, what happened was I went in the other... How was his hair? Uh, it was pristine. <laughs> of course it is. Um, I'm happy to report, too, that his eye is fine. It's totally healed. What happened to his eye? Do you remember he was hosting the, I think it was the Sochi Olympics a few years ago, the Winter Olympics, and he had some kind of eye infection. Really? Yes. I don't remember okay, that. Okay, I'm going sh- to show you uh, a picture. I don't know, man. Do I want to see it? <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah. Uh, okay, so he was hosting the Sochi Olympics, and he got some kind of eye infection, and this is what this is day one. Oh no! It's like a like a little bit of pink eye. He tried to wear glasses to hide it. Yeah, and so then he just kind of ignored it and like kept going. But everyone was like, "What's wrong with Bob Costas' eye?" And is then he having day, a stroke? But in slow motion. <laughs> the next day, it got way worse, and it was like his whole eye was like puffy and red, and it spread to the other eye. And it got to the point where he had to acknowledge it, like, hey, I've had the doctors look at it, and uh, they say hopefully it'll get under control soon, but we're just going to keep plugging away. 
uh, he's such a pro, he just powered through it. But anyway, Bob Costas, uh, his <laughs> eyes the, fine. By the end of the week, he was he was doing the broadcast in one of those eyes wide shut masks. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, next up we got the four by one hundred, like wearing this like weird like <laughs> like uh what are those uh like plague doctor masks? You know, like the 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 the, the beal the big uh, what do you call it beak? Oh, the beak. Yeah, like the, yeah. all right. You're so like, next that, up, the voice matches up, but huh, that's weird. Um, yeah. Oh, we got comps for that show on Thursday. Just saying. Oh, great. Yeah, but anyway, sorry. I'm, all right, cool. Some legit Hollywood talk going no, on here. Nice. Yeah. Um, uh, nice. Are they from Bob Casas? <laughs> yeah. Sick. He got us two comps to the uh, the next Olympics in 2022. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, wow. Okay. Wait, next Olympics are in 2020. 2020. Right? Yeah. You I know, don't know where, where they are? No. Oh. I think they're somewhere when I heard it, I was like, really? Like, we can have the Olympics there? We're, you know we're going to have them in LA. Uh, they're, in, they're in Venezuela, I think. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Trump made that happen. <laughs> He's like, look. The morale is low, okay? It's very low. It's the lowest it's ever been, okay? Believe gonna, me. But but what we're going to do is we're going to go in there. We're going to run really fast. We're going to throw the shot put. Okay? Shot put. We're going to do the hurdles. Okay. The fastest anyone's ever seen. We're going to win the 100-meter race. <laughs> oh, sir, it's been Jamaica for the past 10 years. I don't care. Okay. <laughs> We're going to okay. run it the fastest anyone's ever seen, okay? We have the best people, okay? And then they're going to, and you know what? Venezuela, they're going to pay for it, okay? <laughs> they're going to pay for the Olympics, the, the, all, the whole thing? Yeah, they're going to pay for everything. And then we're not going to have, uh, we're not going to have any official Olympics meals. We're having all McDonald's, okay? <laughs> and Wendy's, four by fours. Everyone's giving a, everyone's getting a four for four. They've just brought the spicy nuggets back. Everyone's getting one. Okay. This is called the art of the deal. <laughs> the art of the $4 deal. <laughs> Aim high, go low. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway. And edit. scene. <laughs> um, um, yeah, so uh, I saw Bob Costas. We're, build, uh, we're building a wall <laughs> between us and Venezuela. Okay. A wall? Like, there's a lot of land between the United and States ocean. and ocean. And ocean. It will be a multi-terrain. Oh, wow. Wall. Walls work, okay. okay. Like, is it the same as the wall that you want to build on the border of Mexico? Like, is that also gonna, counting yes, as the like wall? Yes, like that, but bigger. Much bigger. Okay, like the biggest, thicker? the biggest. Like, a, like, is it a, a like the continent or the the whole country of Mexico? I thick? don't know. I'll have to. I'll have because Argentina is at the bottom of South America. Look, I don't know geology or or math. Okay, Melania does our taxes. Oh, she. Oh, actually, speaking of taxes, um, we would love to see your tax returns. I'm sorry, I have to go. This is uh, this interview is over. <laughs> I said good day. I said good day. <laughs> oh man! All right. Um, we have fun. Uh, we, do, we it's a comedy podcast. We do we do bits. We do jokes. We, we say funny stuff. Impressions. Yeah. Mostly from your side. I've never done an impression. That's not true. I've done an impression. Um, we don't do characters, though. No. Why would we? Yeah. We're not good at that. We won't have any. All right. Okay. Uh, uh, so that was that was Palm Springs. Palm Springs. Um, okay. So tell me about your video game, and then I'm right. going gonna, gonna to blow your mind. So what I've been doing, and uh, I, I've got this game. It's called Days Gone, right? 
It is a new game that is a PlayStation exclusive, and it's uh, you play a biker. It's a, like an open world third person action role playing game, and you play a biker like a. Uh, so it's like Grand Theft Auto, but it's on a motorcycle. <laughs> no, it's not like Grand Theft Auto. It's uh, oh, it's like Sons of Anarchy. Yes, it's like Sons of Anarchy, but oh. set in the zombie apocalypse. Okay. So the zombie apocalypse ha- apocalypse happens, and then two years later, you're this biker who like, and the world has kind of devolved into the survivors now have these like camps set up where like it's martial law and like there's like a bartering system, uh, mm. where you collect zombie ears and you can turn them in for credits for the camp. So kind of like The Walking Dead yes. meets Sons of Anarchy as a video game. Yeah, it's, okay. Yeah, it's good. It's fun. Uh, some of the. Some of the like combat dynamics aren't great, like with the shooting. I'm not a huge fan of the shooting, mm. but the melee stuff is really good. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's a fun game. I'm 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 barely into it. I've uh, I've only played about ten, like probably ten percent of the game, but it's good. It's fun. Hmm. Yeah. What uh, what video game stuff you got? Okay, hit so, me with it. So hit me. Uh, I'm preparing myself for uh, everything that I'm going to say. <laughs> You're going to go. Yeah, man. Okay. <laughs> I'm. Always prepared to do that. Okay. So, uh, a couple episodes ago, we were talking about video games, and you were like, yeah, man, you should try out. Yeah. <laughs> you should. And I, I stand by it. And I was like, yeah, I don't know. And I was like, there's just one game that I want to, that I'm interested in. Uh-huh. Okay. So, my brother. Keaton? No, the other one. Ryan? <laughs> Ryan. Okay. I love that Keaton is his, his name his for name. the show, and, but it's still Ryan. <laughs> He, he has, that's his actual name. Uh, he uh, borrowed the, or he bought the game uh-huh. uh, and has been playing it. It's on PlayStation 4, right? Uh, yeah, PlayStation 4. Uh-huh. It's not on Xbox. Uh, it's on Steam also, um, if you're a PC gamer. All right. <laughs> Which no one is. <laughs> and... Um, yeah, so he was like, hey, this is really fun. Um, I'll bring it over, and you can just hang on to my PlayStation for a while. He created a monster. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so he came over the other night, um, and uh, sorry, let me get to my notes. Where are we at? Notes, notes, notes. He came over the other night, uh, and we started playing this game. It's called Everything. Uh-huh. I kind of explained it to you a little bit. Do you yeah. remember it at all? Yeah, uh, rebrief me. So you basically, you start, I started as an elk. Or it was like a, there was some other name for it. But you start as an elk and you're in this forest, right? And you can move around and you can explore and you can do whatever. But then, uh, and there's there's different objectives you can find. And, and then you can like push a button and it like... <laughs> it like communicates with other people and whatever right <laughs> what i'm i'm listening and i'm very interested but what i'm hoping is that like 10 from 10 minutes from now your story ends up <laughs> and then i got bored of that game and i discovered call of duty and now i'm all about call of duty <laughs> no sorry keep going so you're an elk and you can discover stuff and yeah and so then what you can do is you can shift to being other things mm-hmm. so like you can shift and now you're a tree and you can still move around as a tree or you can shift and now you're a rock and now you're a rock. Wait, do you move as those things move or are they like anthropomorphized? Uh, no, you, well, you kind of move as those things move. Does the tree move like Groot or does it like right. grow like a no, tree? No, it just kind of, it just kind of shrinks down into the ground and then 
pops back up. Gotcha. Yeah. The animals kind of move weird. I think basically because it's kind of a cheap game, uh, and it was like a, it's like a three person team that made it. Um, oh, okay. I, I did my research afterwards. That's, that's how into this game I am. Uh, and so the animals kind of move weird. I think because they didn't want to animate all the animals. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm a hundred percent sure. Yes. that's the reason. Yes. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you can shrink down, and now now you're a rock, and you're moving around, right? And then you can also, mm-hmm. like, join with other rocks. So now you're a bunch of rocks that's moving around, right? Okay? Okay? Stay with me. Stay with me. <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> and then there's periodically, there's audio clips uh, that'll be like a, like a little three-minute audio clip of Alan Watts talking. And Alan Watts, as we talked about, different than the Alan Watt. <laughs> the conspiracy the, theorist. <laughs> yes. Alan Watts uh, being a philosopher. Uh, and so he's talking about, like, philosophies of the universe throughout the whole thing. So then it gets really interesting and you can go, okay, I'm going to scale down and I'm going to be this flower. Okay. Now I'm going to scale down and be a piece of pollen. And then you can still move around. And do Is this everything. game designed to be a companion piece for when you do mushrooms? <laughs> right. Okay. So I'll get there. Uh, so then you're a piece of pollen, right? Sales for this game are huge in Denver. <laughs> so then you scale down to a piece of pollen and then you scale down further and you're an atom. And you can do stuff as an atom. And then you can scale down further than that. And you're Ant-Man. And <laughs> yeah, you're in like this abstract, weird, like kaleidoscope looking thing. Uh-huh. And you're moving around. It's and called the quantum realm. St- <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, the quantum realm. And you're moving around and you're doing stuff. And then you can also scale back to, uh, if you go back to the forest, you're in the forest. Then and you, you scale can back. control like ha- you when can this happens? everything, yes. Okay. Uh, and so then you scale back, and now you're a, a, a chunk of land, and you can move around as a chunk of land. Then you zoom out, and then you're a planet. Then you zoom out, and you're a star. Then you zoom and out. And you can do this zooming out or zooming in at any time? Yes. Okay. And then you're a galaxy. And there's a whole different things. Like, they all move differently. So what's the furthest way that, what's the furthest you can zoom out? Okay, so you can zoom out to a galaxy. Uh-huh. Uh, and you are like a galaxy moving around. Like the Milky in, Way. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Um, and then if you zoom out further than that... It goes back to the quantum. You are the Judeo-Christian God. (laughs) Right? Yes, you become uh, a bearded old man in the sky. You're white, you have a beard. (laughs) You care a lot about people's sexual choices. (laughs) From there, really the only actions are to shout at people and tell them not to masturbate. (laughs) You could pick at funerals. (laughs) <laughs> no so if you zoom out from the um from the universe then you go back not back but you're in the quantum realm again and it all loops oh, so it's cyclical yeah exactly uh so there's a whole you can explore the whole thing it's like a simulation kind of thing and mm. you can explore so it's not a game it's more of a simulation uh, yeah so it's gotcha. it's uh, I feel like calling it a video game, right? It's kind a, of it's a simulator. It. Yeah, it, and it's like it's like a work of art. The music is gorgeous. You have these Alan Watts clips. It's like this very meditative thing. So my brother brought it over. He and his girlfriend came over. We're having dinner. Um, we set it up. I'm playing it. I'm like enthralled in it. Uh-huh. It's amazing. I'm like this is mind blowing. And then my wife is like, Hey, um, I'm gonna. Like, make something in here. Um, does someone want to join me in here? And she's hinting at, like, hey, like, 
can you come yeah, come hey, in here right come here yeah and i'm like oh. ryan's like yeah i'll, I'll come with you <laughs> and i'm like yeah 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 hang on i'm just i'm playing this for a minute and she's like hey it's been like an hour come here and i was like it's what it's been an hour this is crazy it was amazing and i've played it several times since and i'm a little bit obsessed with the game <laughs> the simulator this if you want to call it that sure yeah i think there would be I've been saying for a while, well, I haven't been saying, but I've been thinking for a while that there should be a simulator game that's just a simulation of the entire world and you just travel. So like the Sims kind of? No, like like the like photorealistic like open world, so Google Earth. Essentially, but with an avatar, like with a like a person and you just travel the world and see things. But it's like an exact copy of the world? mm mm-hmm. Mhm. But like recreated, so not not yeah. like actual photos, but like like recreated <laughs> digitally, like because have you ever played like or ever seen like the Forza games, like the like they're like racing no. simulators, no, like a big a, so basically they're like they're a racing game and you can play them to race, but really they're like their goal is to be the most simulate like the most accurately simulated driving experience. Uh-huh. So like the mechanics of the cars work like real cars, so you can't just like you know hit a corner going 200 miles an hour and just skid and just keep going like it's like you're gonna flip your car and die uh i think but a a big appeal of that game is like the different settings so like one is in like like there's like different levels like one's in italy and there's all these different and it's like really accurately recreated i think there should be a game or like a simulator like that but just of the whole world and like your character can start wherever like say los angeles and just like if you want to hop in a car and just drive the length of the united states just all around seeing the different do a road trip you can and like but it's in real time so it's gonna take you like 20 hours or whatever well yeah i think you could do you could either do it in real real time where like it actually if you want to drive from here to vegas it'll take you four hours <laughs> no one will play that game that's all because that's a horrible drive yeah but it is there's nothing to look at but there's ways to do it like the way grand theft auto does like where you can simulate the distance to where it feels like you've driven four hours in video game time does that make sense and also you can blow stuff up <laughs> yeah and also you can murder hookers <laughs> um no but i think that would be that'd be really cool like i can get in my car i could drive to niagara falls or whatever or you can go to uh one of the airports you can go to the airport and get in a plane and fly to london or you could you fly have to, to pay for this or you just do it no you just do it like your character can just do it you know I think that'd be really cool. I don't. I, I mean, that's basically the game that we're all playing. Oh. oh. <laughs> you mean in like a spiritual sense? I'm saying. I'm saying this. This game, everything, man. But it's what? If, crazy. So like, because I'm thinking like, what if somebody like really wanted wants to see what the pyramids of Giza look like, but they don't have two thousand dollars to fly to Egypt? Well, then you get a VR headset. And then do what? I don't know. There's probably pyramids of Giza <laughs> on there, right? All right. An Oculus Rift or something? It's just Jonah Hill on the other side of it for everyone. Uh, um, if you haven't seen the Jonah Hill Oculus Rift commercials, you're like really lost on that bit. Like, I don't get it. Why Jonah Hill? Because they were talking about Seth Rogen earlier. I don't understand. Um, so anyway, I'm obsessed with this game called Everything. Any other games you've been playing or no? Just that one. I played oh, Spider-Man wait. a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I, just, I was just mainly swinging. Uh, do, do you still have Spider-Man? Yeah. I mean, oh, okay. I still have the PlayStation. Okay. Um, well, if there's anything else, uh, well, if you want to borrow Spider-Man or that Days Gone game, let me know. But that's all you have? <laughs> that's all I have for, for PlayStation. PlayStation. I have a lot of Xbox, Xbox games, but I actually don't keep games a long time. I uh-huh. like, 
unless it's a game like spider-man where like you want to replay it all the time like i'll just trade the game in and get something new hmm. but um you should play that spider-man game it's really the story's really good hmm. yeah but anyway, so that's cool. Sounds like you had a good week. Yeah. Exploring your yeah your the oneness with the universe. Yeah, man. <laughs> like my have you played it high? I no, I haven't. Dude, that's the next step. <laughs> uh maybe we'll go to stop by Denver, pick up some shrooms, <laughs> yeah. then play this video game. Gotcha. Actually that would that would be that would be too much. Yeah. Um but no, like I played it last night too uh, before I went to bed, and then I went to bed and had crazy dreams. It was man, I was basically dreaming the game. I'm a rock. But just the fact of like, because I haven't my experience with video games, and we already talked about this, was basically like I had a Game Boy, and then like I would play Mario Kart 64 if like we got good grades, we could rent one. <laughs> oh man, and like that. So like I know a little bit. Yeah. And then I got to college and kind of played Halo 2 and yada, yada, yada. But just seeing like, oh, there's a lot more you can do with the format of a video game. Yes. Than just button mash. And yes. It's it's crazy. Was, I'm super into it. <laughs> it's crazy how video games are built. They're built with like it, an understanding that if you've played other games before. So the, yeah. uh, you may not have experiences with that simulator game, but with like this day is gone game there's certain mechanics to the way like you do certain things that just come intuitively to me mm. because like i play a lot of other games so like i already know that when you pick up a weapon to aim it is this to fire it is this to move around is this to move the camera around is this right uh i was trying to play with uh julie with my girlfriend uh because because it it looks like one of those games because playstation does a really good job of making games that have really like in-depth stories mm. um and so I was like, oh, this might be fun for us to sit and play together, like to play through this story together, you know, because she gets invested in storytelling and stuff like that. Um, but <laughs> every time I would hand her the controller, like, okay, now you now you play. It, <laughs> what it, do I what do I do? What yeah, button does what? Like just in like I can pick up the game and instantly like know how to move around, pick stuff up, like do yeah. but like she has no idea because she has no frame of reference. Like she doesn't play any games. Right. So like she doesn't She's know like that trying like to, trying to tilt the controller. Like it it's is exactly, exactly. <laughs> so it was really frustrating. I'm like, you know what, just give me it back. <laughs> you can just keep watching, it's fine. Yeah, go to your room. Um <laughs> So yeah, uh, but video games—they're very cool and yeah. Um, uh, pivoting on games. Yeah, I played uh, another gig this last weekend, um, or this week, I guess, uh, for the American Cotton Shippers Association. I don't like where this is going. <laughs> no, there's not going anywhere. It was just odd. We were like, huh? Uh, everyone there's from Mississippi. So again, like destination thing, because it was in uh, Laguna Niguel. Um, so it was like a destination trip for them. Um, yeah. But yeah, everyone is from Mississippi. Uh, after soundcheck, we had like a solid two hours. So then a couple of the guys in the band have played this game, and it's a board game. And they've been trying to get me to play it. Um, are you familiar? Is it Mancala? No. <laughs> We're not that old. Uh, are you familiar with um, Settlers of Catan? Yes. Okay. I've never played it so, because it's the lamest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> I like Settlers is it, of Catan. Is it similar to Cones of Dunshire? Okay. So, the game that we played is this game called... My Lowly Lamplighter. The game that we played is called Scythe. 
Okay. <laughs> like, wait, S Y T H E? Yes. yes. <laughs> Scythe. And it is the most complicated board game I have ever laid eyes on. I took a picture of it to show you. <laughs> Hold on. It, we have to post this on the Instagram. It is basically Cones of Dungeon. It's wild. Look how many dice there are. No, there's no dice. That's the thing. Wait, what are those? Oh, those are stars. Right. Wait, what are the stars? Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Can you? Is there any way to summarize how to play this game without yes. like? Well, I will try. Are those, I don't fully are understand. Those, are those adats from Star Wars? No, they're mechs. So it's like supposed to place, take place in the 1920s, but then there's also these like. Things like from Matrix Revolutions <laughs> at the end. So right? it's like a it's like a steampunk game. Yeah, kind of. Okay. So you there's so many different things you can do. You can get popularity points. You can get power. You can build, deploy. You can battle. You can gain resources. You can gain coins. You can upgrade. You can deploy mechs. You can build structures. There's a whole bunch of different objectives. It's so complicated. They're trying to explain it to us. The the guys that know how to play. And and these are Mississippi. Mississippi. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, I thought, I thought no, a no, bunch no. of like Mississippi <laughs> cotton tycoons are sitting around playing this. We did perform for a bunch of all Mississippi right now. cotton tycoons. <laughs> oh, all right now. Now listen here. Listen here. This here, is, this here is a mage. A mage can forge. He can do spells. But his attack points are really low. But this right here. Listen, I do declare I don't that know. I'm going to collect some resources. He sound like Foghorn Leghorn. <laughs> I'll say, I'll say, I'll say, I'll say. Oh man. Okay. No, they didn't. Play, Is that play what people from Mississippi us. sound like? <laughs> I've never been to Mississippi. I have. I should know what they sound like. Is that accurate? Basically, I said I should know. I like, don't really know. I know, like a dialed down foghorn leghorn. <laughs> okay. So no, we didn't. We didn't play it with the Mississippi Cotton Tycoons. <laughs> what if you were? What if you were like? What if you were an actor, right? Uh, what if you were an actor and you were like seeking out a vocal coach because you're gonna play like a a guy from Mississippi and the vocal coach is like, yeah, it's essentially like a dialed down foghorn leghorn. <laughs> How much am I paying you? Oh man! So lots of assays, lots of uh, I'll resemble that remark, lots of that kind of stuff. Oh, that, that's man. what the that's what the vocal coach told uh, Brad Pitt when he was uh, studying for Inglorious Bastards. <laughs> Have you seen that? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, ah, yeah. Never mind. It's all right. Oh, Gratzy. Um, what he says, Gratzy. Oh yeah, killing Nazis. <laughs> I want them scalps. <laughs> I want my scalp, Lieutenant Aldo Rain. <laughs> That's a good movie. Okay, so we didn't play uh, Scythe with the contact. Oh, you weren't enticed. <laughs> we just played it as the band. Uh, but right, but <laughs> please let me have this fantasy of you guys playing it with the. With the cotton tycoons. All right. I'm just for the sake of the podcast, for the so sake of the story I'm, right now, we I'm, played it with the cotton tycoons. I'm imagining the scene from Django and Jane where Leonardo DiCaprio's like addressing the room like a like around the table and he's explaining how black people's scalps are smaller and stuff like that, but he's like talking about the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Leonardo DiCaprio was present as well. It was a, it was a celebrity. You're uh, like, so I'm gonna move my mage here, and I get 1,300 popularity points. And Leonardo DiCaprio's like, well, <laughs> Mr. Shaw, you had my curiosity, but now you have my attention. <laughs> Oh. oh man okay so we're playing this game and here's how every turn when it would come to me here's how every turn went i'd be like okay wait what do i what do i do what are the things i can do because there's like 20 different things you can do on a turn and they and they're like okay pick an objective and i'd be like okay i'm gonna do this like, okay for that you should do this and there's like these four main panels of turns you can do so i was like okay great I'm going to pick this panel. I'm going to do this thing. And they're like, okay, actually, in order to be able to do that, you have to have uh, a certain amount of coins. In order to get the coins, you have to do this. Oh, actually, in order to do that, you can't do that because of this. And there's so many, like, specific rules and things. Every turn was like, ah, actually, in order to do that, you have to be able to do this. And then we discovered in the middle of the board, there's this hex that's a factory. And we're like... Wait, what's that? And they're like, oh, uh, I, I should explain the factory. Uh, this is an hour into the game. Uh, let's just get there and we'll find out what happens. So anyway, we ended up after an hour. After I'm sorry, after two hours, we played this game. Um, the objective of the game is to get as many coins as you can and to get as many popularity points as you can before the game ends. And the game ends when someone completes six objectives. And you have the stars, and you place a star on the objective when someone has done it. So when someone has laid all six of their things down, that doesn't mean they win, but that means the game is over. Then you tally everything up, right? So uh, whoever has six and it ends, right? We played for two hours. One person got one star on the board. <laughs> <laughs> It was and, and, wild. And they cheated. <laughs> it's the most insane game. And they're like, yeah, uh, oh, right at the end, someone got to the factory. You get to the factory, and the four panels you have are different turns, you can add other panels. So I was like, there's other layers to this? And they're like, yeah, we also just completed a campaign where that adds a whole bunch of other can, sets of rules. Can I guess uh, the instrument that the people played that were playing this game? <laughs> Because yes. I guarantee you, none of the people who were super into it were in the rhythm section. Actually, <laughs> was it all the horn players? <laughs> no, that sounds like it would be a horn player thing. But uh, my friend Mario, uh, the drummer, really? Yeah, he's he super doesn't. Into he looks game. like he ha didn't have, does has no time for you would such think childish activities. You would think. <laughs> oh, um, but the main guy uh, whose game it is, Gabby. Uh, he is a singer. So it's his game. Figures. Uh, and uh. actually, man, I was taking notes during the whole thing because I was like, this game is wild. <laughs> and Mario was like, Brandon's checked out right now. And he was like, actually, he's writing stuff on his phone so we can make fun of us on his podcast. <laughs> I was like, yep. They were correct. Oh, man. That's really funny. Uh, so that's does that wrap up your week? Yes. That wraps up my week. Man. Um... Oh, other than that, I have one other thing, and then okay. we'll move on. Um, okay. So, you know our friend Dave? Yes. Uh, he plays guitar with an artist. Uh -huh. I'll, I'll say it. Uh, uh, David Archuleta. Uh-huh. Uh, 
I think he's a former American Idol yes. guy. Yeah. Uh-huh. So he plays guitar with him and has been touring with him. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's been out for in and out for a couple months. Um, and I just played with him. And David Archuleta or uh, no, uh, da- our, our friend, friend Dave. Dave. Yes. And our friend Dave, uh, he and I, we would see each other and we'd we'd say, "Hey, man, what's up? Uh, what's up?" And then, "Suh, dude," became a thing, right? Mm-hmm. Suh, dude. Uh, then we stretched that to Asan, dude, because we both know you, right? Uh-huh. And that's our standard greeting when we see each other is Asan, dude, right? <laughs> Just l- lightly referencing your name, Asan, uh-huh. dude. As it should be. Uh, he informed me that he has the entire David Archuleta crew. Their standard <laughs> greeting anytime any one of them meet each other, they say Asan, dude, to each other. Uh, great, I can never go to a David Archuleta concert. Yeah, well, no one knows. He does, he said no one knows who you are. They don't know what it means. They just say Asan dude to each other. And they're like, oh yeah, it's a weird, weird way to greet each other. Asan dude. He said even the merch girl was saying it at the end of the tour. Oh man! So the whole crew. Uh, that makes me so happy. At the end of the, at, Dave's gonna play with them for like the next few years, and they're gonna all get really close, you know, friends and stuff like that. And then when David Archuleta like retires from touring, they're all gonna get matching tattoos that say "Asan Dude" on them. <laughs> so I'll be tattooed on thirteen people's <coughs> forearms for life, and then he'll finally reveal that it was you, <laughs> and they'll be like, "Oh man, no, I didn't know it was an actual guy. That's that guy who had that failed podcast three years ago." <laughs> Um, <laughs> no, we'll be celebrities by then. Yeah, that's true. Um, uh, so that ra- wraps up my week. That's pretty good. Uh, should we get into movie news? Sure. All right. Uh, we talked about the Sonic the Hedgehog trailer. Yes, we did. Uh, apparently, Sonic's, update on Sonic's that. getting a makeover. Yeah. According to the director, they're like, look, we get it. Yeah. He looks terrible. That's very smart on their part, because yeah. I don't think they could release it as is. Also, like, I think they... When making this movie, I don't think they knew, I don't think they necessarily, when this movie was in development, I don't think they were aware that Detective Pikachu was happening. Oh, right. Um, and I think <clears throat> once they started to see that, they're like, oh, that's how this, this could have worked if we did it more cartoony. Mm-hmm. And they're like, okay, let's, let's, let's go back to the drawing board. So I'm glad they're doing that because that trailer looks real bad. Yeah, his legs really bother me. Yeah. They're it, like furry human legs. Yeah, he has like a child's body, but with like the musculature of a man. Yeah. We've uh we we've covered this, but yeah. it looks I'm glad bad. that they're they're yes. changing it. That's a smart move. But speaking of which, I saw Detective Pikachu yesterday. Detective P. Uh that was a weird way of abbreviating Pikachu, that. Sorry. <laughs> I guess it's better than DP. <laughs> DP. All right, we'll call it DP. Uh, I saw it yesterday, and uh, it took me completely by surprise. I didn't know I would enjoy it so much. Huh. Everything about that movie, like the way it was structured, and sort of like the big kind of twist at the end, which I didn't see coming. I should have seen coming a mile away, but I didn't. And He was dead the whole time? What? Pikachu. Well, well, no, he's dead the whole time. Yeah, yeah. Okay. he uh, uh, the main guy can see ghosts, and oh. Pikachu is dead the whole time. Oh, okay. Um, no, I should have seen the twist coming a mile away, and I didn't. I I should have hated this movie. Like it, everything about it is like what I wouldn't enjoy, but it got me, man. It's hmm. it's it's. I won't say it's 
good because like (laughs) (laughs) everything that you said leading up to that was like oh man this movie's amazing i'm not gonna say that it's good it's so if i take out my um i wouldn't even call myself a big pokemon fan like i i'm a fan of the lore and kind of like the the um the I don't know the world of it, but like I was never like super into like the cards or anything like that. Um, but I used to watch a cartoon show when I was a kid. So like if I remove my um, nostalgia glasses, right? A- as a movie, it's okay. Like the the first act is very uh, clumsy and very kind of just like you know, it's like kind of like. It kind of insists upon itself. It's like, you guys know how these movies work, right? There's you a, get it. There's a guy, you know, he's kind of d- down on his luck. No one really like, likes him, but he's a nice guy. But like, but he discovers this random creature <laughs> that initially is going to mess things up yeah. wildly for his, him. His dad's dead because that's always how this goes, right. like that type of thing. Um, but it becomes, uh, and the plot is not super, <laughs> the plot is very, uh, convoluted and unnecessarily complex, mm. <laughs> but it's not. Ultimately, the plot doesn't really matter because it's more of a, like a a character study on this guy and like how he's dealing with being a son to a, a father that was like that he's unnecessarily hard on. Does that make sense? Like he's he's very mean to the idea of his dad and doesn't necessarily need to be. Okay, and so it's kind of studying how he's learning to like give grace and be forgiving and stuff like that it's really good oh wow it's good it's good uh it was and and the, the guy is uh he's like a he's black like he's half black the mm. character is half black and so i don't know it was just it was just interesting because to have that layer on top of it yeah of like fatherlessness now his father died in a, a pokemon related incident which is not the case <laughs> in real Did life he really huh the, the characters not dad? in real life brandon no but the characters <laughs> this isn't a documentary the character's dad died in a pokemon related incident well the movie's called detective pikachu and in the trailers they talk about like finding his dead father so i mean there's, po- there's well, pokemon did, did so squirtle like, get him yeah he uh <laughs> he ran across the wrong jigglypuff and uh <laughs> uh you know Dang. no uh he was yeah no so okay. it's good you should watch it uh wow. ryan, ryan reynolds does a great job um, um i have uh, no experience with Pokemon and the world of you Pokemon. You knew Squirtle. I know. I, I know Squirtle. I know Charmander, Charmeleon, and Charizard. Uh, now that you mentioned Jigglypuff, I got that. Uh, and the Pokeballs. That's about all I got. Uh, but I didn't, wasn't into the cards. I wasn't into the games. I wasn't into the show. The game's really good. The, the Game Boy games. So what did yeah. you play in your Game Boy? Uh, Star Wars games, obviously. Oh my God. Uh, Donkey Kong, Super Mario. I had a Game Boy camera. Oh. Uh, what did you play in your Game Boy? Almost exclusively Pokemon. Oh, all right. Yeah, you had a Game Boy Color though. I did. Yeah. Those are sweet. I was Game Boy Pocket. I had a red one. Yeah, it was sick. Mine was black and white screen. I hated the big chunky Game Boys, like the first generation one. Yeah. The Game Boy Color was like a perfect size, though. Well, so Game Boy Pocket, I'm going to push my, my nerd glasses up. <laughs> Game Boy Pocket uh, is the same size as Game Boy Color. It's just oh, black okay. and white. But in those days, it didn't have a backlit screen. So you had to get like a a, a light that would just shine on it. And like really? a magnifier. Yeah. It was this whole contraption. You'd put it on the front of it. And then it was it would come up and then over and around. And it would put a giant magnifying glass, like a square magnifying glass over the screen that then had a light built into it. That is severely disappointing. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, kids these days don't know how good they have it. That's true. You didn't know how good you had it before Ryan let you borrow his PlayStation. That's true, man. Um, My life has changed. 
So yeah, Detective Pikachu. Um, DP. Let's, let's not do that. Uh, <laughs> um, did you see? Okay, let's get into some trailers. You down? I'm down. All right. Spider Man. Yeah, it looks really good. Yeah. Okay. What's your hesitation? <sighs> the multiverse. What's wrong with that? That's the most exciting part of that trailer. I okay. I'm partially excited because although I feel like I've seen the movie now because at the end Miles Morales is going to show up they're connecting you don't know that they're connecting uh, Spider-Verse you don't know that into it they have to you don't if you, they're you introducing that, the multiverse they have to you don't know that but that's they need they need a multiverse for more things beyond Spider-Man you gotta like, think bigger like Jake there's Gyllenhaal. a whole MCU oh yeah well yeah obviously but Jake Gyllenhaal I already know the thing he's gonna be like a mentor to him and turns out he's bad Yada yada yada, Maybe. and then they open up the multiverse at the end, and that in the post credits, Miles what do you, Morales why do you, why do you shows up. What do you think? Why do you think he's bad? What do you think he's? Because he's mysterious. What do you think his beef is, though? Oh, I don't know. He's a ve- he has good intentions, but uh, his means are flawed. Because that's how it always goes. I don't think that's going to be. I, I think. I think that's a. I don't think so. Uh, I'm exhausted uh, <laughs> from watching so many Marvel movies, and Endgame. I'm like, okay, cool. Whew. chapter close and mm-hmm. i know that this movie is like technically the, the very last thing but and then i also know that like they need a way to go no iron man oh spoiler alert uh <laughs> uh-huh they need a way to bring back some characters mm-hmm. in the future and doing a multiverse is the way to do that but well that's not the point i was making but i guess the sure. point that you're making the point that i'm making is that they need a multiverse because that's how they can get new characters, new villains that like you would have before so before now you would have to account for why they haven't showed up previously. Yeah. So like cuz as far as we know in our universe the biggest bad out there was Thanos. That's right. like the So like if there's a bigger villain than Thanos, where was that person the whole time? You right, know what I mean? Right. Now that you have a multiverse, you can have all different kinds of villains come in that like we know exist in the Marvel Universe but haven't existed in this movie universe. Like Galactus. Like all these like types Judeo of Like Judeo-Christian God. Like the Judeo-Christian God. Or I guess the Judeo-Christian Satan. How right. crazy would that be <laughs> if like the multiverse in Spider-Man <laughs> brings out the Judeo-Christian Satan... He's just like, he's got horns, he's red, he's got cloven feet, and that's like the big bad of phase four of the Marvel Universe. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Mm-hmm. And like, his secret weapon is not even violence, it's just like to convince them all to like go to gay weddings. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Like that's his whole plot, like that's his whole like, that's his whole scheme. Yeah, you would. I feel like you would upset both uh, conservative Christians and everybody else yeah. <laughs> by doing that. By doing that as a, a plot device, that'd be sick, dudes. I mean, South Park kind of did it. How in their bigger, longer, uncut movie? Have you ever seen? It's like no. the devil is like the bad guy in that movie. Oh, and he's like has a love affair with Saddam Hussein. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's really, excuse me. It's pretty wild. You should see it. That that movie is like a cornerstone of my childhood. <coughs> All right, if it's Have a cornerstone, ever, yeah. Have you ever seen an episode of South Park? Yeah, I've oh, seen okay. a few episodes. Um, yeah. Not the whole thing though. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Uh, so I think I think Mysterio 
So, Mysterio, <laughs> he came through in a wormhole. Oh, Neil, I didn't see you come in. Yes, Brandon, I'm right here. Oh, wow. You're, yes. Are you always here? I'm always here. Oh, wow. I'm in a, uh, I'm in a, a cloud of probability, oh. like an electron. Oh, wow. Yeah. Neil, while we have you here, have you heard yeah. of the, the game for PlayStation 4 called Everything? I have. What do you yeah. think of the of the concept of that game and the physics of it? And as far as like, uh, since you're an astrophysicist, as far as um, the universe is portrayed, what? How did you feel about that? I think it's great. I think it. Uh, I think it checks out. Uh, oh, it does. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, because yeah. you usually have issues with. I mean, regardless of what the movie is, well, you usually have some kind of issues, like Titanic or Avatar. I'm good friends with James Cameron, as you know. Yeah. Uh-huh. Sometimes they get the stars. They get them wrong. Like, and we know because we have. We have the data, yeah. and we have the equations yeah. to know exactly at any point in space and time in history, we know what the stars look like. So when I watch a movie, oh, okay. when I go watch, when I go watch, uh, so Sandra Bullock, what's the movie of Sandra Bullock? Uh, Gravity. When I go another, watch, another space movie. When I go watch Gravity, okay, uh-huh. and I love Alfonso Cuaron. I love him. I love him. I okay. love this Harry Potter. Uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah, he Um, I love The Revenant. Oh, okay, yeah. Although I don't know how I don't know how Leonardo DiCaprio survives a bear attack. Okay, I don't know. I saw how he survives a bear attack. Well, I mean, that's that's uh, neither here nor there. I, I don't think that's you're right. You're right. You're right. Okay. I digress. I digress. Yes, but if we look at the stars and gravity, how can you have Mercury here and you turn around and Venus is over here? It doesn't work. Yeah. I'm... Yeah, I think uh, it's probably just the filmmakers are probably thinking less about the space specifics and more about the story of of what's happening. I'm, I'm sorry that upsets you so much, though. Yeah, well, they can go to hell. <laughs> Judeo-Christian hell? <laughs> Judeo-Christian hell. It's real because of the multiverse. Oh, uh, well, introducing the multiverse. I actually am a science advisor to the devil. Here's my card. <laughs> Oh, this is nice and thick. Yeah, careful. It's going to erupt in flames in 10 seconds. You got to write the number down. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Nine, eight, seven, Uh six, Uh five, six. Okay. (laughs) Six, (laughs) three, Uh two, one. Careful. Careful. There it goes. Uh And now, because of the agreement I have with the devil, I have sold my soul uh, for his services and. Uh, success in the science realm. I have to uh, go back to Judeo-Christian hell and okay, um, do some equations and make sure the stars are correct. Well, thank you so much for stopping by the podcast, thank Neil deGrasse Tyson. You. Thank you. That's I'm sorry. I'm back. He comes. I'm back from the bathroom. What happened? Uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson was no, here. What? He was. I love that guy. Just here. I know. Like we've, we, he's popped in very briefly. Uh, I wanted to have him sign my solar system tie, like my necktie with the solar system on yeah, it. Yeah, it's not like where like the sun is the neck part. Like I, a, I, the thing is, is I was looking at it, and then at the bottom you have Pluto, and he would probably take issue with oh, Pluto. Being Pluto's not a planet anymore. Tie. I got to yeah, snip I don't off think, the end of my tie. Yeah, you have to circumcise the end of your tie. I don't think he would really. <laughs> what do I do with the excess that? four tie? Mm, <laughs> it's up to you. Uh, you can four, make a four fabric. Four 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 fabric. For, f- yeah, for fabric. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, oh, anyway, man. well, that's cool. Um, your toilet's clogged, by the way. And uh, anyway, oh. moving on. Uh, <laughs> uh, what were we talking about? 
Spider-Man. Wrapping oh, yeah. up Spider-Man. I think, oh, so, yeah, I think Mysterio. 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 Uh, <laughs> I think Mysterio, because he's coming from, and look, uh, I know this isn't a movie podcast, but I know that there are, I know for a fact, based on feedback that I've been getting, that people care about my theories on what's going to happen in Marvel movies. Uh-huh. Uh, I think what's going to happen is... Mysterio comes I think he comes through the snap like he comes th- from his his universe through the snap un un like not necessarily against his will but I think when the first snap happens mm. so the first snap that Thanos does to erase people I think that's the first time Mysterio uh oh no 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 sorry the first snap Hulk does to bring everybody back Mm-hmm. That's when Mysterio comes through for the first time because of the gamma radiation. Yeah, or maybe I don't. I don't know, but I feel like the first time it happens, he he's popped into our universe un, against his will. He's like, "What just happened?" And he's like, "I don't know what to do." Then he gets snapped back, and he's back home. And he's like, "So maybe maybe the first time Thanos snaps everybody away, that's when he comes through." And then maybe when he gets snapped again, he goes back. And I think he spends a, a, a certain amount of time trying to figure out what happened and how to get back. And then yep. the, the snaps that happen in, in Endgame, there's a few snaps. He he is there's a snap, and then he in that time he kind of figures out. Oh, it's like a there's a multiverse, and like there's a I'm gonna find a way to get through to whatever this universe is. Then he gets through to our universe and sees. Oh, there's a whole new universe here. Um, for me to also be a hero in because I think in his universe he's a superhero he's like a big deal you know what I mean like he's like he's like there is no because and I think that's why Captain Marvel keeps saying that thing that she does in like the movie like she said in her universe or in her movie and then she said in Endgame look there's a lot of planets out here guys and you're not the only one and and they don't have Avengers okay that's how she said it. That's the line delivery exactly from the movie. We just pulled that clip. <laughs> um, I think there's a reason she kept saying that, and I think it's. I think that will be a big part of his ethos. Is like, I think in his reality on Earth, he's the only hero, and he's had to defend Earth from um, maybe villains not as big as Thanos, mm-hmm, but like mm-hmm. villains or whatever. So he's like, oh, there's a whole multiverse. So I should, I should try to protect as much as I can. You know, nobly, right? Yeah. I think when he. C- comes here though he quickly realizes he's in over his head mm. i think uh, i think some of those monsters if not all of them are at real monsters like ah real monsters <laughs> uh <laughs> no i think they're real monsters <laughs> that, that, that pop in from his reality and uh-huh. he's like look kid this is what i deal with like on a day-to-day basis yeah. uh but then spider-man because he pops into New York where Spider-Man is. Spider-Man swings in or wherever they are. Yeah. Uh, I think they're in Europe, they actually. Yeah, Italy or something. Yeah, something like that. I think Spider-Man comes in and, like, f- probably saves him from, like, about to get destroyed by one of these monsters. Even though he felt like, no, I got it. I got it. I got it. Type yeah. of thing. You know what I mean? And so Spider-Man is, like, the hero. And he quickly realizes that Spider-Man is, like, the hero here. And he's in over his head, basically. Mm. And he's embarrassed. And he's like... No, I'm the hero. I'm. You don't understand where I come from. I'm a big deal. And Spider Man's like, Hey, man, we work together here. Like, we got a whole team of people that do this. You're, right. you're, you know, you're a little fish in a big pond or whatever. And then, then I think what the icing on the cake is that pushes him over into like bad um, guy territory. Bad guy territories. I think he re- he discovers who who Peter Parker is and realizes he's 15 years old. And he's like, I'm. I'm you gotta be. I'm kidding yeah, me. I'm bested uh, by this kid. He's like, oh, no, 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 no. So then I think what his ethos becomes, well, if I can't be the greatest hero in this dimension, I'll be its greatest villain. 
type thing. And I think then he's like, nah, man, screw it. Yeah. I, you know, I'll, I'll be, you know what I mean? Right. This that's isn't even my dimension right. or my reality. Right. So I think that's what it ultimately <clears throat> is. We'll, we'll play out something like that. Um, yeah. Anyway. Um, uh, so yeah, Spider-Man looks good. Those are my thoughts. Uh, uh, did you see the whole release schedule for Disney movies? I did not. You didn't. Okay. I didn't. Great. I'm so thrilled uh, to let's get into it. Okay. So Disney announced their motion picture release schedule um, for now through 2027. Oh my god. <laughs> Here's what we got. So I can't die between now and 2027. Please don't. All right. Uh, 2019. Tolkien. Cool. Ooh, I actually have that written down here under movie news for because did you see the trailer? No. Oh, it looks really bad. It's like it's so like many, about J.R.R. Tolkien. Yeah, it's like a real story, but like there's like surreal kind of like imagination sequences no, and stuff thanks. like that. There's so many moments in the trailer that are cringeworthy because it's like they they're reminding you, hey, uh, just just so you don't forget, this is uh, this is the person who wrote Harry Potter. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Like there's a moment. It's, it's uh, <laughs> Uh, Lord of the Rings, but is it Lord of the Rings? Yes. <laughs> oh, sorry, same thing. Uh, That's J.K. Rowling, not J.R.R. Tolkien. <laughs> oh, excuse me. <laughs> Very different people. But uh, there's a moment in the trailer where, like, because uh, I guess it's like a coming of age story of this of this guy who, like, uh, it looks it looks really bad. But anyway, uh, there's a moment where, like, they're like, look, we're here together. Like, one of the friends is talking to Tolkien, and he's like, uh, look, we're in this together. Uh, for life and he's like this is more than just a friendship it's a brotherhood and then Tolkien goes no a fellowship yes <laughs> yeah and I was like oh here take what if this he was ring like, what if, yeah I was gonna say well, he's, a fellowship of the rings <laughs> like, wait, oh what? look at those two towers <laughs> yeah yeah Oh, uh, the king. Uh, what is it called? Return of the, the king. Return of the king. <laughs> Return of the Jedi. All right, all right. All right okay. All right. Okay. Um, so that's Tolkien. <laughs> it looks bad, by the way. Uh, Aladdin is after that. Okay. Um, super stoked about that. Uh, I'm just going to go full nostalgia mm-hmm. on it. Like, it's probably not going to be a great movie, but I'm going to love it. You think it. they're going to include that scene where, like, uh, Aladdin steals an apple in the that that stereotypically drawn Middle Eastern guy is like threatens to cut his arm off. Right. So <laughs> fun fact about the original Aladdin. Yeah. The in the opening song, it's this guy like singing about Arabian nights. And, Arabian right. nights. Uh-huh. And there's a line it's Arabian days. There's a line where he says where they'll cut off the your ear if they don't like your face. <laughs> and the Arab community uh they weren't happy about they, that. <laughs> Strangely, they were not happy about that's, that. That's weird. Uh, so for the VHS release, they changed the song. Do you know what they changed the lyrics to? I don't. But it's something not like... <laughs> like they changed they changed the words that weren't the offensive part. <laughs> like sex bears. <laughs> you got sex bears. And you got them for me. Got- no, the best part is he goes, you got them for me, kids. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> That's a Parks and Rec reference if you're Oh, we lost gotta do right a Parks now. and Rec deep dive. Man, we have to. Alright, so Aladdin. Uh, Aladdin. Uh, Dark Phoenix. That's an X-Men oh, thing. Oh, man. Right? That looks even more terrible. <laughs> you gotta see that trailer. It looks really bad. Okay, uh, keep going. Okay, Toy Story 4. Oh, okay. It's coming out. Yeah, man, uh, yeah. how, do you, how do you feel about that? Eh, I'm, I feel like they closed out Toy Story 3 perfectly. It's a perfect trilogy. 
and the fact that they're like, let's make another one, it kind of bums me out. Uh, and I hope it's as good as the other ones. Uh, Tom Hanks says he was crying at the end. Uh, so <laughs> I feel like Tom Hanks, I love Tom Hanks. I feel like he cries a lot <laughs> at the end of every movie. Yeah. yeah. He probably <laughs> cried at the end of the terminal. <laughs> <laughs> just so sad i can't do a tom hanks <laughs> no i'm surprised because you love tom hanks i know but he he i think that's and a tom hanks impression is really hard because he doesn't he's such an everyman like he doesn't I sound know. like anybody he sounds know? like sounds like tom hanks all of us well that's not flying it's falling with style when you try to do tom hanks it sounds like a 40s like radio host right. <laughs> yeah see <laughs> you sound like james what's his name Earl Jones? Yes. James Earl Jones. <laughs> no, what's his name? The guy who's like, he's basically 1940s Nicolas Cage. Who's in uh, It's a Wonderful Life. Cage. Oh, Jimmy Stewart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 1940s Nicolas Cage. If you Google Jimmy Stewart, like young Jimmy Stewart, he looks like Nicolas Cage. <coughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. James Stewart. Um, after that is a movie called Stuber. Oh, that's with... Uh, that's with uh, Dave Bautista and Kamel Nanjiani. Oh, okay. like uh, Dave Bautista plays like a spy or like an assassin or something, and Kamel Nanjiani plays a uh, Uber driver. And it's basically like, it's ba- have you seen that Tom Cruise, that Tom Hanks, that Tom Cruise movie Collateral with him and Jamie Fox, uh, where he like yes. gets in his taxi cab yeah. and he's like, I gotta kill some people it's driving me around. Out. It's that with Uber, but, and it's a com- and it's a com- <laughs> and it's a comedy, but updated for Uber <laughs> yes, instead of a taxi. Essentially. And Dave, that's funny. Dave Bautista's playing that basically that same role in a movie coming out, but it's like a kids movie. It's like him and like this young girl. She's like ten or something like that, and she's like she's like I'll keep your secret that you're a spy if you teach me how to be a spy and overcome my bullies. And it's called it's called My Spy. Oh, gosh, <laughs> it looks cute, man. Dave, I'm, I'm happy for Dave Batista, though. Um, okay, after that is The Lion King. Okay, um, coming seven nineteen mm-hmm. uh, of this year. The Art of Racing in the Rain. Um, I don't know what that is. Ready or not, I don't know a lot of these. Um, Ad Astra, The Woman in the Window. Hold on, are, wait. Is that is that like a colon? Is it Ad no, Astra those colon are two separate the things. Woman? Okay. Ad Astra and then The Woman in the Window. Okay. Uh, followed by Maleficent, Mistress of Evil. Oh man. <laughs> I don't know anything about that, but is it? I'm assuming a sequel to Maleficent. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Ford versus Ferrari. Interesting. Uh, Frozen two. Yeah, I've seen that trailer. Uh, Star Wars: Rise of Skywalker, and then Spies in Disguise. Oh, it sounds like it stars Steve Carell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is all just this year. Okay, this is an insane year. And then on top of that, uh, Marvel's finishing, uh, and that's Star cr- Wars is. That's finishing. crazy that there's no other Marvel movies this year, though. It's yeah. just Spider Man, and then. A pretty a long break until rest, yeah. the next one. I don't think the next one is till. What's the next Marvel movie? Is it? It is. Is it not until Guardians? Which well, starts filming. Guardians starts filming in June, I believe. There's an untitled one coming out in May of 2020. Huh. I wonder what that's going to be. Um, but yeah. Uh, and then on top of if that, something's going to come out in May of next year. It would have to already be filming now. Yeah. That's crazy. So, I, I don't know if that date's gonna. I know, gonna we'll see. It might be. Oh, I don't know. But 2019 is this, that's the schedule for this year, mm-hmm. and then on top of that, uh, Game of Thrones is finishing. Mm. By the way, did you see the Game of Thrones coffee cup? 
Yeah, the <laughs> yes, I did see that. I guess they already Starbucks removed cup. it. Yeah, yeah, of course they did. Uh, yeah, a Starbucks cup got left uh, in a scene. The best part is that that scene, the showrunners were in that scene, like mm-hmm. as extras. <laughs> yeah, so they were worried about other things. Right. They should have left it in. That's like cool. That's like a you know a, a cool blunder of like yeah. a, what is otherwise I'm sure an immaculately made show. Like it would have been cool to have that one thing that fans could always hold on to. You know. Yeah. Like the the coffee cup scene. You know. Like it's kind of lame that they removed it. Actually, I well I so I don't watch Game of Thrones, but I've heard that there's been a lot of frustrations with this season, um, oh. and it hasn't been going very well. Oh, and the Starbucks okay. cup is kind of like, it, like symbolic the, yes, of the, <laughs> how poorly the season is going. Yes, like um, the when the when the showrunners like when someone called them and told them about the coffee cup thing, they were like story of my life, and they like <laughs> slammed the bathroom door or whatever. <laughs> All the showrunners live together, I'm sure. Yeah, that's how that's how it works. That's right? how Hollywood works, right? <laughs> if uh, you've worked on a project together, you're now roommates. You're also uh, real worlding it. <laughs> yes. Um, okay, so then 2020, um, there's a bunch of stuff. Untitled Kingsman movie. Oh, so like a third Kingsman tri- uh, movie. Uh-huh. Mulan, live-action Mulan. Oh. Um, the New Mutants, untitled Marvel movie, untitled Pixar, Bob's Burgers the movie. Really? Mm-hmm. Made by Disney? Uh, which is Fox, which oh, is now Disney. Oh, gotcha. That makes sense. Um, Jungle Cruise. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. Untitled Marvel. Um, that's in... That'll probably be Guardians of the Galaxy. That's in November. Um, and then Untitled Disney Animation, West Side Story, live, and then Cruella. So they did. Do we know who's playing Cruella DeVille? No. It's probably like, uh, uh, what's her name? <laughs> it's uh, probably Emma Stone. <laughs> no, I was going to say. Because um, <laughs> it's, it's probably a prequel. It's probably like a younger Cruella Oh, DeVille. of course yeah. it has to be. I was going to say Helena Bonham Carter. <laughs> she's too old. Yeah, you're right. She's in her 40s. But probably she's, 50s now. But she's like the wacky. Right. Eccentric. No, it's probably going to be. The female Johnny Depp. Yeah, it's probably Emma Stone. Either her or what's the other one? <laughs> Jennifer uh, Jennifer the Hunger Games. Oh, Jennifer uh, Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence <laughs> it's yeah. one, guaranteed it's one of them. Or the other one. <laughs> Google it. Uh, Cruella. Who's playing Cruella? Here, you you Google it while I uh, read some more. Okay. Um, twenty twenty one. Um, untitled Marvel, Untitled Disney live action, Untitled Marvel, Untitled Disney live action, Untitled Pixar, Untitled Indiana Jones, bringing it back because that's what the world needs is another Indiana Jones movie, um, another Marvel, another Disney animation, and then at the end of twenty twenty one, we have Avatar two. Ooh. Uh, fast forwarding 2022. This is what I'm so excited about. You got a bunch of untitled Marvel and Pixar, right? And Disney live animation. Yep. Then you have untitled Star Wars. It's definitely Emma Stone. It really is? <laughs> yes. That's hilarious. <laughs> playing Cruella. Yes. I told you, man. That's funny. It, they, those are the only two, like, they're basically the only two female, like, leading movie stars that Hollywood puts in movies that big. Makes sense. Like, it's just them two. It's just, and it's only because they've proven that they can carry a franchise, especially Jennifer Lawrence. But Emma Stone? Yeah. Hmm. I remember, you know, bringing it full circle to Seth Rogen and Jonah Hill. I remember when Emma Stone was just the girl from Superbad, and now oh, she's yeah. like a huge movie star. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, all, all of them are big movie stars in their own right, though. I mean, Jonah yeah. Hill. It, that's crazy. Like, <laughs> it's crazy that, like, the, you know, 
two of the guys from Freaks and Geeks were like, hey, man, we should make a movie. Right. And now they're giant movie stars. Right. Like, it's crazy. Cruella DeVille and the voice of Pumbaa. You know who else could have been Cruella DeVille? Um, uh, speaking of Seth Rogen, is uh, Charlize Theron. Oh, totally. She, she would have been a good If they're going for a young version, she yeah, might be she's too not, old. But, yeah, she's too young. She's too old. But. Um, uh, at the end of 2022, there's a untitled Star Wars um, movie. Yeah, so, it'll be it'll be the, whatever the follow up to this one yeah. is. But I think the fall of Skywalker. <laughs> <laughs> I think after the rise of Skywalker, that's the end of the Skywalker saga. We can only hope. Yes, and then we can only new hope. They're starting <laughs> another trilogy uh, that'll come out every two years in 2022. It, will it still be like these characters? Um, like I this, don't know. this ragtag team of. I would imagine they're going to put R two D two in it. I mean, like, like like Finn and all them. I don't know. Um, I would imagine not. You don't think so? No, because because huh. I could see. So I've been saying from the beginning. I think this franchise is all about the the eventual babyface turn of Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren, yeah. Uh, well, it is in the same way that uh, the original trilogy was about the babyface turn of Darth Vader. Right, but I don't think it's going to be a last dying moment. I'm good now, and then he dies. I think it's going to be like he becomes a good guy and will be a good guy for like another movie. Does that mm. make sense? Like I think cause, because what's his name is is too big of a star. What's his name? Adam Driver. Adam Driver is too big of a star, and that character design is too iconic of a character for him to just like to throw it away. Yeah, I don't think they will. I think they they cast yeah, him for right. a reason. You yeah. know what I mean? Because, like, you want to you want to see that guy. So I think he's going to be a good guy. I think he'll be a good guy by the end of this movie, mm. uh, Skywalker. And then I think in the next movie, it, I, th- I don't think Rey is going to become evil. I don't think that's going to happen. No. I think I they're going to be two good guys with their own new, like, third way. Where, like, they're not Jedis and they're not evil, but they're... So, like, but they're doing their own... They're, they're, playing they're going big- around the universe, like... Playing Se- the game, see- everything. Yeah, for, seeking for balance. Yeah, and uh, I think they will take on whatever that new foe is in the in the not this one coming up, but the next one. They'll they'll take on whatever yeah. that is. Uh, that's twenty twenty two, and then you have twenty twenty four, and then twenty twenty six for those that Star Wars saga. Every I'm, two years. Yeah, Jesus. and I'm super excited about that because twenty twenty six, my son will be nine years old, and I it's like lifelong dream fulfilled of taking my son to can, go see a Star I, Wars movie in theaters. Can I ask you this? Theaters. Do you, I mean, I know we already did our Star Wars deep dive, but I, I kind of, as a Star Wars fan, so with Marvel and DC and like comic book universes, mm-hmm. there's like, they can potentially make these movies forever because there's a, a wealth of already established characters that people really want to see come to screen. Yeah. Like, I want to see Galactus. I want to see the Fantastic Four done well. Like, I want to see Moon Knight. Like, I want to see all these characters. Whereas, like, Star Wars, I mean, I'm sure there are Star Wars comics and some books and stuff like that where they can pull characters from. But, like, not to the same degree as, like, a comic book universe has. So, like... Sure. Do you think this franchise, in the way that they position, because they've leaned so heavily on like the the Skywalkers and like the like the past characters to provide a lot of like the interest and dramatic weight to these movies, do you feel like Star Wars in its current incarnation can sustain three or four more movies every two years? Like, can um, it sustain the the same amount of interest that it's had? Yeah, I don't know. I think 
Star Wars. Because Kylo Ren and Ren, uh, Kylo Ren and, and Ray, Ray, sorry, are interesting. I don't know if the interest in those characters can span another two or three movies. Right. <laughs> you know well, what I mean? I'm I think, already sick of it. <laughs> I think the main thing with Star Wars is more the setting and the galaxy and the force and mm-hmm. lightsabers and droids. Uh, because all of these characters that are in the movies now, I didn't grow up with. And so they're and they're pulled from nothing. So there is a whole expanded universe uh, of books and things that Disney threw out when they made these movies. Uh Um, And so they kind of declared those dead and they're doing something else completely. So this stuff has just come from Disney. Um, So I think they can make characters. There's there, there have been a ton of other like spinoff shows and, um, like cartoon shows and yeah. things that are taking place on the in-between things of the timeline that exists. Right. Uh, so I think you can make interesting stuff in the setting of the Star Wars galaxy just with different characters. We'll see how they wrap up Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. I guess it's a hard... I guess for me it's a hard balance. I feel like you have to walk because it's like, sure, it's a, it's a giant universe where you can tell whatever stories you want, but like if there aren't blasters and droids, like is it worth? You know what I mean? Like, will people still be into it? Like, yeah. if if you just make a a movie that takes place in the jungle somewhere about some characters and call it, you know, the final frontier, uh, a Star Wars story, but it doesn't have droids or like, you know, stuff that is quintessentially Star Wars, will people still be into it? And it, it well, it, no, no. So like, then, so then, like. Doesn't doesn't because that's set, not a, that's not a Star Wars. But doesn't the setting and like the uh, the like the things that make Star Wars quintessentially Star Wars make it the stories that you can tell a little limited? Because uh, it starts to feel samey after a while, doesn't it? I mean, for me, it does. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, because there's like it's uh, like okay, there's only so many. Let's, let's build another Death Star. Yeah, there's only so many X-wing sequences you can have and yeah. Tie Fighter sequences you can have before it's like ah, uh, well. You know, you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, Star yeah. Wars exhaustion is real, and I think every two years, I think is a is a lot. I well, I'm glad that they're waiting until 2022, so they're giving like a three year break. Yeah. Um, Hopefully because, they do that. Uh, that Obi Wan movie that'd be really cool. Yeah, they're they're not doing the spinoff movies anymore, uh, because I think Solo wasn't well. We got received. all these actors we're paying. I know. <laughs> we gave Kylo Ren fifty million dollars. We gotta. Yeah. yeah, I would love to see that. Yeah. Um, oh, I have like a theory a young, too. A young Yoda movie. That in this new movie, The Rise of Skywalker, they're going to somehow connect. They're going to bring Hayden Christensen in um, and somehow connect Anakin. Do you think it. so? I think that they have to. Because they they have already, like, Han, Luke, Leia. Well, if they're bringing the Emperor we've back. We've seen them. Exactly. They're bringing the Emperor back, then they have to bring they Anakin just back. But see, that's the thing. Like, they can't just... I know. They I can't know. just I keep bringing yeah, people right, back. Right. It's like, oh. I, yeah. I don't want to see that either. <laughs> so I'm excited for whatever the next chapter is. Hopefully they don't just keep going. You remember these characters? <laughs> we got CGI now. <laughs> right. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. I hope not. Um, All right. Keep going. Other than that, uh, that's 2022, 2024, and 2026. In the in-between years, the mm-hmm. only other movies that are announced is 2021, we have Avatar 2. Yeah. 2023, we have Avatar 3. Mm-hmm. 2025, any guesses? Uh, Terminator 7. Mm, close. Avatar 4. <laughs> and then 2027, the only movie announced is Avatar 5. Gotcha. <sighs> 
Hey, everybody. So this week's conversation uh, went a little extra long. We just had a lot of stuff to talk about. Uh, there was so much stuff that we rambled on um, for quite a long time. So uh, with that in mind, we have decided to split this week's episode up into two parts. You've just heard part one and part two will be coming in just a couple days. So yeah, I hope you enjoyed part one and part two will be coming very soon.